Hi, everybody. Hi, family. Uh, what I'm going to talk about is the traditions, how we use the traditions in the home group, but then how we take those spiritual principles outside the home group and use them in our personal life, where we use the 12 steps for our personal recovery, the 12 traditions to learn how to get along with everybody else. You know, because most of us come in here, we're pretty homicidal. We want to kill everybody in our way that doesn't want to give us the control that we want to have. I remember when I first came in, I used to bring a baseball bat to area service because I wanted to make sure I got my coaches through. And that's at the very beginning. But, the, but uh, the traditions were written for the home group and so that we get along with each other in the home group, but they go beyond that. They go into our personal life in relationships. And, you know, as addicts, we're pretty, pretty much failures in relationships a lot of time. If you go to a convention and they're having a workshop on relationships, they're standing to room only. But if you look at a tradition workshop, nobody goes to it, where all the answers for relationships are actually in the, the uh, tradition. What we carry on the wall is what is known as the short version of the traditions. When the traditions were written by the other fellowship, they, they actually were paragraphs after paragraphs, but they could not get it across. So what they, they did is they, they made up a short version to remind them to look into the long version. When we got permission to use the 12 traditions and 12 steps from the other fellowship, they also gave us permission to use the long form. However, it got put on the back burner and never brought in there. So that's something that you might want to research. But I'm going to start off with our first tradition, our, how it applies to the group. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery uh, depends on NA unity. What common welfare? Well, as addicts, we only have one thing in common. That's the disease of addiction. We come from different families, different cultures, different religions. We're different in every way. But one thing that we have in common, we suffer from one disease called addiction. So when we, our common welfare comes first, that means to get better, to recover from the disease of addiction. And personal recovery depends on NA unity. Now, unity does not mean uniformity. And yet I hear a lot of addicts talking about uniformity. We all have to be the same. Unity means to be together in spite of our differences. We can have total differences in every area of our life. But we come together in unity so that our recovery comes first, whether it's politics, whether it's religion, it doesn't matter. We all have different opinions, and that has nothing to do with our recovery. We come together in spite of it. If I don't like who you are, how you look, what you do in your life, I have to come to unity with you because you're in recovery and you're recovering at it. And my, my recovery depends on your recovery, and that's what unity is all about. And so in our home groups, we know pretty much what that means, even though we have different opinions, that we got to come to unity. We can argue like hell at a business meeting, and you know what happens at business meetings. We can argue like hell. But when that business meeting is over, we come back together in unity because our common welfare depends on it. doesn't mean we have to think the same, but we will love each other just as much because we have different opinions, and we surrender to group conscience. When the group makes a group conscience, that's it. And, and group conscious is not a group majority. If 51% of the home group votes for something, that is not group conscious. That's group majority. And we have to be very careful. Some groups have 80, 85%. They'll call that conscious. There's other groups that unless they get 100% agreement, it's not group conscious. The groups are autonomous in that area, but it has to be much more than simple majority. And so if we keep that in mind. We know the difference between this new thing called consensus. 
Consensus is not group conscience. What it is is who can wear everybody else down, the last one standing wins. And that's why uh, consensus is not spiritual at all. It's a business te technique. Corporations use it. But in Narcotics Anonymous, it does not work because what happens is whoever had the biggest gang with them or who could stay the latest winds up winning because everybody gets frustrated and goes home. And group conscience, if we can't agree, we table it. And it may be tabled for a month, it may be tabled for a year, but we table it. It's no such thing as the most powerful personality should win. But that spiritual principle that we learn in our group conscience, if we take that outside of NA into our personal lives, and we go, for instance, in a relationship. What, what You ask yourself, well, in a relationship, our common welfare should come first. This relationship depends on the relationship unity. You start using that principle that we're in the relationship for ourselves, for a common reason, to get better together, to make the relationship better. Then it starts working in outside of NA. But we, how do we get that? We learn it in a home group. But if you don't have a home group, you're missing out a lot. Because you, if you're working steps in your life, you don't have conditions in your life. You only have half the program. And that's a shame to be walking around with half a program. We're, we're 24 principles, 12 steps and 12 traditions, and we need to be able to participate in all of that. So uh, if you don't have a home group, another thing is, how do you express your vote? Narcotics Anonymous. We don't have national elections. The only way that we can vote and become a member of Narcotics Anonymous is through the home group. And the only requirement is to, be, is, is to have a desire to not use anymore. But if you don't have a home group, I hate to tell you, you're not a member of Narcotics Anonymous, even if you say you are, because how do you express your opinion and your votes in Narcotics Anonymous unless you have a home group? There's no national polling involved. The second tradition says for our group purpose, there's but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience, our leader about trusted servants. They do not govern. That's one of the most powerful traditions, and it's the most misunderstood. It talks about in there purpose is one ultimate authority and that's a loving God that comes together whatever your concept that God is what you want to call it the universe or who whatever but that that loving uh, uh, consciousness comes in that group it's the ultimate authority and uh, we that's how how we actually express ourselves group conscience uh, and then it goes on once we do get that group conscience our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern and that does not mean we trust them because they're our trusted servants because if you read what it said, our trusted servants, they do not govern. The word govern means make decisions for somebody else. And so if you read the tradition, first of all, we make a group conscious. Then we trust our trusted servants to carry that group conscious to the next level. They do not make any decisions for us. They do not govern. And yet you'll hear people say, well, they're trusted servants. Trust them. That's not what the tradition says. The tradition says they're trusted to carry your group conscience. They do not deviate. If emotion is changed on the floor and they don't have the conscience of the group, they're mandated to abstain because that stuff, well, I know how my home group thinks or I know how my area or region thinks is bull. They don't know how you think. They're trusted to carry your conscience and if that motion changes where your conscience has no voice, you simply abstain. Now take that same spirit principle and bring it out of NA and bring it into your personal life, into your relationship. And you, for, our, for the relationship purpose, there's but one ultimate authority, a loving God as it may express himself in the, in the group conscience of that relationship. And the, our leaders are but trusted servants. And in relationships, we do have leaders. Somebody pays the bills, somebody carries out the garbage, somebody does this. We all have designated purposes in our relationship. 
but nobody governs in that relationship. You don't say, because I'm the man in the house, you do what I said. Now, my parents come from Europe, and they have European values, and so when my father would say, shit, my mother needed to squat, and that was just the values that they grew up with. But when we come into recovery, we know those things are not right. If you have a true relationship, a partnership, nobody governs. You have a group conscience of what purpose you're going to do in that relationship, and then you trust each other to carry that, that conscience out. And nobody governs in a relationship. If somebody has to govern and somebody has to be the boss, then that's not a relationship and you shouldn't be into it. It's called subservienceness. So how do we learn that? By having a group, be participating in group conscience, learn to get along with other addicts in the home group. And then we learn those principles and we take them outside the group. The third tradition says the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop using. That's a requirement. That does not say that membership. If you read in the text, it says membership is not automatic. The requirement is for you to say, I want, I want, I want to be a member and I want to stop using. That's the requirement. Membership means to participate. Once you say, I want to become a member, you have to participate as a member. You have to show up in conscience. If you come into a group and you say, I want to join your group, yeah, I want to be a member, and never come back to group conscience, and you keep going that meeting for years and years, are you truly a member? You're a member because you participate in it. The requirement is when you say, I want to become a member, after you meet that requirement, then you have to become a member through activity. And that's the same thing that you learn in a home group. You take it out into your real life, into relationships. And you're a member of that relationship because you choose to be a member of that relationship. And once you choose to be a member of that relationship, then you must take the steps to work to make that relationship better. And we just talked about two of those principles, the first two traditions that we learned by being a member of the home group. The fourth tradition says each group should be autonomous except matters affecting other groups or NA as a whole. Very tradition. Each group should be autonomous. What does autonomous mean? To be an individual. So each group is an individual. What a home group does is not the business of anybody else, as long as it doesn't affect other groups or NA as a whole. And what does that mean? That means that a group can have any format they want. They could do anything that they want within the 12 traditions. As long as it's within the 12 traditions, they're autonomous and can do anything they want. Nobody can dictate to a group. You don't have no president of NA saying you can't do this, you can't do that. Each group is autonomous based on their group conscience of what they want for that group as long as they're not violating any of the 12 traditions. And that's a very important thing. It, how does it affect other groups or NA as a group? The whole if your group wants to have a special format or a special reading, that doesn't affect any other group because they people in the area can go to another group. They don't like what your group's doing. It does not affect NA as a whole as long as you're following the 12 traditions and you're, you're using the principles of recovery in there. So it's very important to know what group autonomy it is. That, that, and, and it was set up that way so that there's no central authority that dictates to the group or how they have to do. Matter of fact, the, the, the group is the most important. Next to the member, next to the member, individual member, the group is the most important thing in Narcotics Anonymous. Because without the groups, there's no such things as areas. And without the areas, there's no such thing as, as regions. And without regions, there's no such thing as the World Service Conference. So the group is the most important thing next to the individual member. And when you take that principle out of the home group and know that when you're in a relationship, each member of that relationship is totally autonomous. 
Yes, you have certain duties that you have to perform within the relationship, but each member of that group is totally autonomous as long as it does not affect any other member of that relationship or society as whole. And if you follow that principle and know that there's no such thing in that relationship as dictatorship, that you're autonomous and that you allow each other in the relationship autonomy, then that relationship will flourish just like the home group will flourish. But how do you learn that? By being a member of a home group and participating in the home group. The fifth tradition says each group has but one primary purpose, to carry the message to the addict who still suffers. That's the primary purpose. It has no other vehicle except to carry the primary purpose. What is our primary purpose? You all know what it is, you know, to carry the message to the addict. And that's the only thing that the group has to do is carry a primary purpose that has no other function whatsoever. Uh, and, and that's the whole thing. So when you have a group, and you're not uh, having a meeting that are based on principles of recovery. It's not really an NA group. You don't have a group to talk about psychology. You don't have a group to talk about philosophy. You don't have a group to talk about religion. That group is there one for one reason. They carry the message of Narcotics Anonymous that no addict seeking recovery needs to ever use again. That's the message of Narcotics Anonymous. And when you fulfill that tradition within your groups and you take it out into your relationships, and what is the purpose in your relationship? Each relationship has one primary purpose, to carry the message to the people in the relationship of how that relationship should work. And then if you, you, you follow that, your relationship get better. But how do you learn it? By participating in group conscience, participating in your business meetings, and having a home group. If you just go to meetings, hello, goodbye, drink the coffee, and go home, you're not a member of Narcotics Anonymous. You're a visitor. And visitors really have no say. So, you know, if you belong to a home group and you're participating, then you're a member of Narcotics Anonymous. And you only have one home group. You don't have to have 20 home groups. You have one home group because how do you vote more than one time? You know, you have five home groups in the same area. You got five votes. That's called stacking the vote. That's not really a very spiritual thing. You go to your home group and you vote. And I hear people say, well, I got five home groups. No, you, you may have five groups that you go to, but you have one home group where you, 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 you put your vote in in your consciences. The sixth tradition is just how not to violate the, the fifth tradition. It says an NA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the NA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. These problems of money, property, or prestige divert us from our primary purpose. An NA group may never endorse. And how do we endorse? You can either divorce, uh, endorse directly or indirectly. If you have a copy of the AA's big book on your table, that's an implied endorsement. You're endorsing another fellowship. And I'm not saying their literature is no good. People have recovered there for years and years. But it is our meeting and our literature belongs in there. So by having literature of somewhere else, what we're doing, we're doing an implied endorsement. Yeah, you know, and it goes on to finance or lend any name to any related uh, facility or outside enterprise. What's that talking about? If the rehab, for instance, says we we have we we do NA here. No, the rehab has nothing to do with NA. They could say we have NA meetings in there because that's all they're doing is allowing an NA meeting. In. But NA is not part of that facility, and so we cannot let them ride on our name. They can have meetings there, and they could say they have meetings there, but they are not part of Narcotics Anonymous in any way. And that's what they're talking about by lending uh, uh, the name to related facilities or outside problems, because that'll cause a, uh, problems of money, property, and prestige, and divert us from carrying the message that what we want to carry. And that message is that any addict can stop using. 
lose the desire to use, you know, and, and, and that's the important thing. That's our only message. What a rehab does or does not do is none of our business. When people come out of rehab and they come to NA meetings, then they start getting into the program of Narcotics Anonymous. And the program of Narcotics Anonymous is 12 steps and 12 traditions. The meeting is not the program. That's a social life. That's social. We fellowship. We get together. The only thing that's a program is 12 steps and 12 traditions. The meetings carry the program of the 12 steps and 12 traditions, but that is fellowship. That's fellowship. We get together. And fellowship will not let you keep you clean. You can come to meetings forever and have fellowship, but if you're not living, and I say living the 12 steps, the 12 traditions, then, then you're in trouble. In the chapter, what can I do in the basic text? It says, we work the steps with our sponsor, preparing for the spiritual awakening of living the steps in our life. So we don't work the steps only for a short time with our sponsors to learn how to apply them in our life. And then we have the spiritual awakening of living these steps on a regular basis. If you've been here for 20 years and you're still working steps, you're in big trouble. You should be living the steps by that time. You have to live working with a sponsor. Seventh tradition says every any, any group ought to be self-supporting, declining outside contributions. And what that simply means is that NA groups have to be self-supporting. We don't take charity because if we take charity, we're in big trouble. I'll give you an example. A new group starts. They got no money. They go to the church and the church says to them, oh, you guys are good people. You could use our church. It's not going to cost you a penny. Sounds like a good deal right from the get-go. All of a sudden, you're in the middle of the meeting. The preacher comes down with his Bible, and he starts preaching to you, and you can't stop him because you forget that this building, you're not paying rent. But if you pay rent, you own that hour that you have the meeting, and that's why you're self-supporting. And if somebody wants to come in and carry another message, you could tell you have to leave until this meeting's over. We rented this spot for one, one hour. So that's a very important thing. We become self-supporting so that we do not have to be dictated by anybody else. We're there for one reason, to carry the message of Narcotics Anonymous. Yes, a new group can start, and they need to have a meeting place, and they have no money. They could go to the church and say, we're going to paint your walls, and we're going to clean your place up and clean your parking lot until we start having a cash flow to pay you rent. But you're paying rent by physical work. And so you could do that for the first couple of weeks until you start having cash flow coming in. And that way you're still paying rent. You're not there for free. And no, nobody can come in and carry another message for you. And you take that same principle and bring it into your personal life. You're self-supporting in your own life and not depending on the state to take care of you or your family to take care of you. And you learn to be self-supporting. Then nobody can tell you what to do. You make your own decision. And yet I realize when you first come into recovery for many times, you have to be on some type of social program and take help from the state or the government and so forth. But the whole idea of working the traditions in your life becoming self-supporting at one point you give all that up and go to work and begin to earn your own living and that's the whole purpose and that's why it's number seven not number one because you have to have the time and i know how hard it is to come into homelessness and have nothing because i came into the program walking out of a dumpster that i lived in a dumpster so i know that it takes time to build yourself up but the whole goal is to become self-supporting and not depend on the government or family or anybody else to become self-supporting so that you can make your own decisions for your own life. And that's why the group does that, and that's how we learn it from the group. The eight tradition narcotics anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. And what that simply means is we have no professionals at all in Narcotics Anonymous. Yeah, you could be sitting to somebody, he may be a medical doctor, he may be a lawyer, or he may be an accountant, but when he walks into the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous, he's just an addict. 
or she's just an addict. There is no class distinction at all. When we come to meetings, we have no professionals, but we may employ some of them. You know, we want to go out and we want to print flyers for, for a function. We go to a printer. He's a professional, and we pay them to do that. We'd be able to, to use other facilities to begin to do the things that we cannot do ourselves within our tradition. As a matter of fact, when the World Service Office was originally set up, it was set up for a point of being special workers, the things that we cannot do. And we used to have what was known as a board of trustees that divided the, the World Service Conference from the office. And then back in the late 90s, they dissolved the board of trustees and started the super board and sort of combined the World Service Conference with the office. And that's why we're, we have problems today. The World Service Office is not part of Narcotics Anonymous that was set up to do the things that we cannot do for ourselves. And somehow, and I don't know how that happened because we were very lazy and didn't follow what was going on. Now, all of a sudden, it's like a corporate office telling us what to do, whereas before spiritual principles were what we were based about. And now it looks like it's the profit, the bottom line that we're based about. And we got to get back to spiritual principles. The seventh tradition tells us we have no professionals in there. We're addicts meeting together for self-discovery to begin to learn how to work our program to, 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 uh, to uh, take our disease of addiction and put it in that it becomes a rest arrested. So therefore, we remember that we can hire people to do things, but we as addicts and groups, we're not professional. We're not professionals at all, and we don't let the professionalism come into our groups because then what happens, you have a form of government to start. The ninth tradition, which is the key to the freedom of our fellowship, is very important. Narcotics Anonymous should remain forever non-professional. Again, we're going into that word professional. Narcotics Anonymous should remain forever non-professional. But our service centers may, oh, I, excuse me, I'm, I'm repeating the eighth tradition. The ninth tradition, Narcotics Anonymous, NA as such, I'll never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to themselves. NA as such, what is NA as such? Well, if you go back to the second edition of the basic text, which was the only basic text really that we that was the one that we, that we conscienced out of the great book. The great book was created by by the literature committee and it was too big to publish. And we sent it out to the 600 groups that were around the world and they voted line by line of what will be kept in, in the text and what will be taken out. So it becomes a size that we could print. And so NA is such. It talks about is the recovery meeting. The recovery meeting can never be organized. In other words, when you're having a Narcotics Anonymous meeting, you cannot stop that meeting in the middle of the meeting and say, we want to vote on, on what our treasury is, so we want to vote on group conscience. The NA is such, the recovery meeting can never be organized. It's there for one thing, the recovery of, of addicts in Narcotics Anonymous. But NA as such may create Service boards or committees, the react directly responsible to those they serve. So what's the first thing that NA as such creates? NA as such creates a steering committee. And the steering committee is the GSR, the alternate GSR, the treasurer, the secretary. We create that and that becomes the group officer. So the very first thing that we create is an NA group. And then a bunch of NA groups get together and they create which is known as an area. And the area is created by N.A. groups, and that area is responsible back to the N.A. groups, and the N.A. groups are responsible to its individual members. And then a bunch of areas get together, and they create what is known as the region. And that region is responsible to its member areas, 
and those areas are responsible to its members' groups who are responsible back to the individual member. So therefore, it's called the inverted pyramid. The addict is the most important person in the pyramid itself, and then the group, then the area, then the region, and everybody is responsible back to the individual addict. It's called the inverted pyramid. In the last year or two, that pyramid has been tried to be flipped upside down where they want to make where the NAWS and, and, and the World Service Office is the most important person and the stuff goes downhill. And that's absolutely not true. That's not true at all. Our ninth tradition says exactly how it goes. NA as such may create service boards and committees. Not NAWS or World Service Office may create things. They are responsible back to the individual addict. And if you understand that ninth tradition, then you know how Narcotics Anonymous works and how it's organized. And nobody can tell you what they're doing now. It's completely right. No matter how much spin and smoke they put on it and the public relation corporations that they apply to and spend three, four hundred thousand dollars of our money each year to tell us how to spin something to make the addicts think that it's right. The ninth tradition cannot be distorted at all. It says what it says. And if you take the principles of that nine tradition, bring it into your relationship and know in your relationship, each one of you are very important and that everything in it, you can create committees within your relationship. Who's going to do the garbage? Who's going to do dishes? Who's going to do shopping? All that's fine. But you're responsible back to the relationship as such, which is the two members of that relationship. And again, the staff tell me how to recover from the disease of addiction and the traditions help me how to get along with other people. And those spiritual principles can be taken outside of the groups and learn in our life. The 10th tradition, Narcotics Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the NA name will never be drawn in the public controversy. And what does that mean? We have no opinion on what goes on in the world outside of Narcotics Anonymous. We have no opinion what the rehabs do. We have no opinion what the doctors do. If the doctors want to subscribe uh, methadone and, and uh, Suboxone, we have no opinion on that. But we do have an opinion on inside issues. And if you want to come into our rooms high on Suboxone or Metaphone, we do have an opinion on that. We don't have any opinion on outside issues, but we have opinion on inside issues, what you bring into the room. If a doctor wants to give you a prescription to stay on Suboxone for the rest of your life, we have no opinion. But come into our room high, we have an opinion on that. Yes, you could come into a Narcotics Anonymous meeting using your perfectly wealthy welcome to, but you cannot serve the fellowship of narcotics until you're totally abstinent. You cannot chair meetings. You cannot do service positions. You need to be totally clean because if you're reading the basic text, the recovery process starts with total abstinence. And if you're not total abstinent, you know, what you're doing, and I'm talking about prescription drugs if you have a medical condition. I'm talking about DRT, drug replacement therapy. Suboxone and, and methadone are drug replacement therapy. You're replacing one drug for another. And that is not total abstinence. That's not being clean. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody, but truth is truth. And so we have to take a look at that. And if we take that principle into our relationships, we have no opinion about what the Joneses next door and the Smiths behind us and the Browns around the corner. We don't have any opinion what they're doing in their own houses. We have inside opinions what we do within our house. And so, therefore, if we're not worried about what society is doing out there and not worrying and focusing on that and focus on our own self, our relationships can grow. And we learn that by going to a home group and learning the traditions within that home group. The 11th tradition is pretty self-explaining. Our public relations policy is big.
the first anonymity at the last radio and films. And of course, they didn't have the internet back then, or otherwise, it would have said Facebook, too, which everybody's on today. But our public relationship is based on attracting people to NA, not uh, uh, promoting it. We don't have billboards or signs on, on, on buses that say, come to NA, you'll definitely stay clean for the rest of your life. We say, narcotics and we're narcotics anonymous. We may help. We don't say anything definite. And if you feel that you want to find some help within us, you're attracted to us. We do not promote the Fellowship of Narcotics Anonymous. This is not a rehab or a political organization. We attract people by what we have to offer. And the 12th tradition was one of the most important traditions there is. And it's, it, it's pretty much uh, misunderstood a lot. It says anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before person at least. So anonymity is the spiritual foundation. What does that mean? It means anonymity starts in the very first tradition, and it works its way up to every tradition till the 12th tradition. Our entire principles and our, our, our traditions are based on, on anonymity. And it's the foundation of all of it, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. What does that mean? That means, and, and I've seen this happen all the time. A girl just comes in. She's brand new. She just gets out of rehab. She's built like a brick shit house. She's beautiful. All the guys' eyes are coming out. And they say, let's hit on her before she gets too well. You're not allowed her to be an addict. You're allowing her to be a piece of meat, somebody to be hit on. But if you allow her to be be just an addict, you're putting the principle of that she happens to be a female and that she happens to be good look to the side and allow her to be an addict and she can recover and so can I. If you guys, somebody pulls up and with a brand new top of the line Mercedes Benz outside the uh, meeting and he walks in and everybody looks at him like he's a rich addict, you're not allowing him the principle of his personality. He becomes a rich addict instead of an addict. And that person cannot recover as well as I can. If you have a black or red or yellow addict come in and you say he's a black addict or a yellow addict or a brown addict or a white addict, you're not allowing the anonymity in there. You're, you're, you're making them different. And so, therefore, they can't recover in the king. To put the principles before the person, uh, the principle of anonymity, you're allowing everybody to be equal. And, therefore, we can recover together. So it doesn't matter if you're a, a butcher, baker, or candlestick maker. You're, when you come into the NA, you're nothing more than an addict, and we can all recover together. And take that same principle that we're practicing in Narcotics Anonymous in our home groups and bring it into homes and allow the members of our family to have their anonymity as just members of the fam family and not begin to look at them different and what their, their flaws are. It's not our business. Then all of a sudden, we flourish in our relationships. As I said when I started off, the 12 traditions allow me to get along with other people where the 12 steps allow me to have a personal recovery. And if you're only working 12 steps in your life, you only have half program and half of anything doesn't make you whole. And it will eventually uh, affect your entire life, your entire life. And so therefore, I say to you, when you come into Narcotics Anonymous, Know what the program is. Twelve steps and twelve traditions. The meeting is fellowship. All the functions are fellowship. Conventions are fellowship. They are not the program of Narcotics Anonymous. And if we allow the program to come in each and every one of our lives, we get better. Our groups get better. Our fellowship gets better. And therefore, our entire life is better. Thanks for letting me share.